0: I spent the last decade building, supporting, or you know, investing in, in startups. And across all the projects, and I probably, you know, I've seen by now like hundreds of projects intimately, uh, the one thing I noticed, the one thing I learned, maybe the main thing I learned is that, you know... One, two,
1: Hi, guys. We have got a very special guest on the pod today. He built and sold an eight-figure digital marketing agency in his 20s. That just changed his life. And today, he pays it forward by investing in promising founders working on cool projects via the Explorers Fund and Good Morning Ventures, which are two pre-seed stage funds that he co-founded and founded. He advises startups. He helps founders all the time, and that has resulted in him nudging the next generation of founders to start their first startup. We get into more of that on the pod. It's called The Gentle Nudge. But now for the real gist about this guest, guys. He's my husband, which you guessed it, he's the big pain in my butt, okay? He doesn't like to take photos, but then loves all the photos afterward, loves the fact that we have all these great memories. He could honestly work on his cuddling endurance, but other than that, he's all right. He is the love of my life, my best friend, my adventure and challenge buddy, laughing companion. He's the OCD perfectionist to my rubella. This man loves adventure, running, climbing, flying, you name it. Uh, And he just is the most positive person. I call him my ray of sunshine. And does this so effortlessly, helps people fall in love with the world, encourages just more love and togetherness and sunshine. I adore him. I know you will too. Here is Marcin Jakub-Pograszewski.
0: And you remember two months ago, we were freaking out because we didn't know I know why there is, there is a lag. And it's so awesome to like see the progress. Like now it's like just so obvious. It's like, it's, but that's like, that's exactly why, um, <laughs> Doing versus talking about something is such a difference because you have these tiny little everything seems simple when you talk about it, but then you do it and there are like these tiny little hiccups which yeah. you need to figure out. And we were so upset, remember? We were like, What's happening? Is the internet? Yeah. Uh, do we need to like buy a different internet? Like so many problems. And now it's just two clicks away. Yeah. To solve these problems. It's pretty, it's pretty remarkable.
1: What a fun journey. Yeah. Okay, honey.
0: <laughs> really I'm a little nervous honey.
1: <laughs> Why are you nervous?
0: I don't know. I'm just like, it's my wife. I'm going to talk about things I'm excited about, and I, <laughs> and I get nervous.
1: <laughs> well, just picture us going on our morning coffee date or our walk around the river, and it's just us.
0: <laughs>
1: and I'm so excited. I love it. I'm so excited to learn all about what you you've got planned.
0: Yeah. All yes, right. I'm excited too, honey.
1: All right. Yes, let's do it, baby. Thank it's you for nice. being with us today.
0: Thank you, honey. Thank you for having me.
1: I hear, honey, that this new year is full of new things. We've got some rebranding happening. How are you feeling about the new year?
0: I'm super excited. And I know it's kind of a basic thing to say, but I, that's the genuine feeling I have right now.
1: Yeah. You're feeling butterflies or what?
0: It's, it's a feeling you get the day before, no, the morning of, of a beginning of an exciting trip, you know, when you have a, tri- a, a trip planned to the mountains or like you know backpacking across Southeast Asia, the, the morning where you are about to venture out on this trip—that's how I'm feeling right now.
1: That sounds really fun. Can I come with you? <laughs>
0: of course, you are coming with me. You're already, you know, you are uh, you are an indispensable part of this of this uh, journey.
1: All right. Well, let's tell folks about it,
0: honey. I wasn't even thinking about the gentle match. I was thinking like. Everything we are working on, your podcasts, our projects, our family, everything, all the trips we have uh, you know, planned for the next, for the upcoming year. I'm excited for all of that. EGN is just a you know, small part of it.
1: I know, I know. Same here. I'm really looking forward to all of it. I'm feeling a lot of gratitude for 2023, for you, for all our loved ones, for our health, and for all the adventures that we have coming up. I'm feeling excited.
0: Me too. Me too.
1: All right, baby. So about the gentle nudge. You're building it to nudge the next generation of founders to build their first business, which is a very cool thing to do. It's especially really authentic to you, honey, because this is something you do in your free time all the time. It is makes me so giddy to just think of the founder product fit. And I wanted to get you to share with listeners who don't know you as well as we've had tens of thousands, I'm sure, of discussions about this. Just how you got moved to doing the gentle
0: nudge. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, honey, thank you for letting me talk about it. It's a, you know, it's also a, a, a privilege to have access to to a podcast like that. So, thank you. Yeah, you're um, welcome, honey. <laughs> then, <laughs> the the idea for the gentle Nudge came from from you know my own personal experience so you know I, I spent the last decade building supporting or you know investing in, in startups and across all the projects and I probably you know I've seen by now like hundreds of projects intimately uh, the one thing I noticed the one thing I learned maybe the main thing I learned is that you know actually anyone can become an entrepreneur.
1: there is this false narrative
0: that you need to be A kind of special person you need to have a special idea you need to maybe have a fancy MBA degree Uh, I don't I don't think you need any of that I'd still recommend MBA you know for finding your life partner Uh, but uh, (laughs) but you don't need any of that and really anyone can become an entrepreneur I think all you need is just growth mindset a little bit love and support and a a gentle nudge to get started
1: I love it. I remember as you were even coming up with the name, the gentle nudge and the ideations behind that. And that in of itself was a fun process.
0: You you are not a big fan <laughs> of this thing. <laughs> but I think it grew on you, right? Yeah, it grew on you.
1: My uh, issue with it was that gentle is a soft word slash gesture and then nudge is also soft and so i remember being like how are you doing gentle nudging you're nudging that's already gentle enough
0: (laughs) (laughs) well i i you know it's
1: grown on me for sure
0: that's good uh the you know the idea here is that um anyone can become an entrepreneur not any not everyone needs to be an entrepreneur i'm not saying that but if if you want to become one i i guarantee you can become one and the gentle nudge is just about you know gently pushing you into that direction and showing you the way. And this happened to me, like I, you know, 10 years ago, my two best friends and recently, you know, my two best men at our wedding, Tomek and Caro, they nudged me to start my first company with them and it changed my life. So I, I now try to pay it forward with the gentle nudge and nudge, you know, the next generation of entrepreneurs into starting their first company.
1: Yeah. And you've had quite the track record want to tell a little bit about other folks that you've nudged and I love the clarification of you don't need to do this but if you want you can totally do it
0: yeah after we built our first company marketing wizards this was a a performance marketing agency I you know I I fell out with entrepreneurship and I continued either you know building or or investing in startups and uh some of the projects I'm most proud of are one I I invited my brother and one of my best friends Piotrek, to to start a small business, local business in our home city, Wrocław. it was called Imaginarium and it was a, a VR arcade uh, place. And it's one of the proudest things I've ever done. Uh, the project actually was unsuccessful. So that may sound funny, but the two things that made me, make me extremely proud are that, you know, are one, my brother, like, the connection I have with him and I think the way it impacted him and me and our relationship is just extremely profound. I feel like we found each other after many years of kind of living in different places, not being close to each other. So, so that was the one, uh, incredible, uh, result of this project. And the second one was Piotrek told me, so our, you know, our, uh, co co-founder in this project, Piotrek told me, despite the fact that it was unsuccessful and, you know, nobody made any money and Piotrek and my brother Krzyzyk were working. You know their asses off to to, to build this. Uh, even despite all this adversity, Dmitri told me that these several years when he was working on Imaginarium, Imaginarium, uh, these were the happiest, professionally the happiest years and most kind of meaningful years of his life. So
1: yeah,
0: that really like really inspired me to like, wow, can I do more of that to other people? And let
1: me pause a second because sure. this is such a profound point that speaks to the power of building things together. And I know how important your relationship with your brother is to you, how it was important for you to reconnect with him. And you guys just recently took another trip to Japan together and it brings you so close. And what's more important than being with the people that we love? and nurturing and fostering those relationships. And so I'm so, so proud of you. And then Piotrek is a great friend and he's also fallen in love with entrepreneurship. And I know that the two, Ksishek and Piotrek are doing another project that you nudged them toward as well, following Imaginarium. So speaking again to maybe your first one will not succeed, but you can try and again and learn and move forward.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm super excited for this one. We are building a kind of slow travel retreat place in uh, in south, south of Poland, um, two hours away from Wrocław. From and it's also bringing me a lot of joy. With this one, I, I can't claim credit for nudging anymore. <laughs> like at this point, both, both Piotrek and Krzysiek were already nudged and they didn't need another nudge. We were oh. just like, hey, we love working together. This was fun, even though it was unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. And, uh, let's keep working together. And, and now we're working on another project. I want to also uh, shout out Piotrek because on top of that, he actually started his own business now and he is building a, uh, his own project in Wrocław and uh, and that's super exciting. And like, that's, uh, I love that. I love seeing that. And I think it's just, you know, the most entrepreneurship is this beautiful journey and also in, a drug, like once you try it and once you get a, you know, get a hit of entrepreneurship, like it's hard to go back. It's just so addictive to, to you know, be master of your own uh, work and, and be in charge and it's It can be, you know, hard and it can be lonely, but it's extremely satisfying. So I'm super, super excited for both of them.
1: Yeah. And then some other examples of folks you've nudged. I know we have Damian with Pączka.
0: Yeah, Damian. We we know each other since, you know, we were interns at at Danon, which is a yogurt company many, many years ago, 2009. We were both living in in Warsaw, but we were both from Wrocław and this was kind of first thing we bonded uh, around and then. Throughout the years, we remained friends and we were always talking about starting something together. And, um, in 2018, we came up with this idea of, starting a, a, a kind of organic meat delivery business in Poland. Uh, we saw some successful ex- examples in the U S and Damian was looking for a new project in his life. And I felt like this could be a perfect, you know, perfect storm of, uh, of circumstances to, to kind of, you know, nudge him and myself. To do something together, and uh, and so Lapaczka was born, and uh, Damian didn't have any previous experience or much experience with entrepreneurship. So I, I kind of took the role of, of being the, the the chief nudger and and supporter and cheerleader and uh, and advisor, and uh, and Damian did incredibly incredibly impressive work. And uh, you know we are now four years later, and the business is is booming. You know Damian is a, a kind of you know, a fully grown entrepreneur in his own right. And I feel like I, you know, I can now learn more from him than he can learn more, uh, he can learn from me. So it's incredibly satisfying to see the journey as well.
1: Beautiful. And I love that you keep mentioning how satisfying it is for you as well.
0: It is. It's so, you know, it's like a, you know, we have, we actually, you had Jeff Abraham on our, on your podcast. And uh, Jeff, dear friend of ours, he, I think for my 30th birthday, he gave me this uh, this note uh, in which he wrote that, I, um, that he thinks, which was very kind of him, that one of my superpowers is helping people fall in love with the world. I'm and I loved great. it so much. I loved it so much that um, I kind of made it my mantra, my kind of North Star guiding principle, like whatever I do in my life, I want to help people fall in love with the world. I love the world. And the way I fall in love with the world is through entrepreneurship, through, you know, through music, through adventures, and uh, so I'm trying to recreate that. And you know, it's, I have, I have uh, some things I'm proud about uh, yeah. working on that, on that um, project.
1: Do you want to say more about why these activities make you fall in love with the world? And it's so clear how that transfer of energy comes to other people like myself, our friends, people that are in your orbit.
0: I think the, the sense of adventure wow. and sense of agency over what you are working on is just so critical to, to this you know the sense of self satisfaction and and, um, and happiness and so whether whether it's you know climbing the, a mountain whether it's um, building a business whether it's uh, trying a new sport or, or even, you know, cooking a new, uh, a new meal. Yeah. I recently yeah. learned how to cook. A, a... <laughs> <laughs>
1: you
0: know, it's kind of the same premise. The premise is instead of following what other people tell you, just like going on your own adventure and living, living your life on your own terms. And, you know, in the professional world, like to me, that's entrepreneurship. That's like Seeing the world as it is and disagreeing with something that's out there, and you know, I, I think non-nonsense entrepreneurship is just a, you know, a way of organizing the world just a little bit better. And, and there is something extremely satisfying when you see that, oh, like I, I cleaned up our world a little bit more. You know, if I use a metaphor of a, you know, our world is a, is a, is a house party and there are a lot of people and there are a lot of things and all of a sudden you see that there is not enough ice for the drinks. The entrepreneurship, entrepreneurial mindset tells you like, hey, I'm, I'm going to be that person who like finds a solution and I don't know, runs to the grocery down the street to a grocery store down, down the street to grab some ice so that everyone can enjoy the party a little bit more. And that's, that's how I think about entrepreneurship, just like keeping this party that we have here on this planet fun and a little bit better, you know, a little bit. More organized.
1: Yeah. And to quote, I believe this was one of your nudges by Albert Einstein, was it that someone's sitting in the shade today because someone else planted a tree before? And so taking the initiative, planting those trees, taking your life in your own hands. What a, for me, it's such an empowering and freeing adventure and feeling and pursuit that's worth having. Honey, talk a little bit about your founder journey to give folks some context here. Sure. What did you build in what period? Lay the groundwork for
0: us. So, you know, my first and most impactful journey, I feel like the first business is always the, you know, the, the dearest one in everyone, every entrepreneur's life. It was called Marketing Wizards. I, it sounded much cooler in Poland. <laughs> in Poland it sounds in, uh, in English. And it was an, a performance uh, marketing agency. Uh, and I was, you know, the year was 2012. I was working at Polish Groupon. I was following the mantra of, you know, when you are, young you work to learn not to earn so i was learning a ton at the time groupon was this hot new you know fastest growing startup around the world and we had just incredible incredible marketing budget to spend the rule was spend as much as you can because groupon was trying to aggressively grab the market on top of being the fastest growing startup it was also the fastest copied startup in history so it was important to grow as fast as possible so this was my 10,000 hours, if you will, of how, you know learning how to be uh, a good performance marketer, and and after two years in Groupon, as I mentioned at the beginning, come and Carol, who were the co-founders of Polish Groupon and my my dear friends, they nudged me to you know to start our, uh, our own agency, and so instead of doing what I was doing for Groupon, like start doing this for for other companies, for other businesses, for other startups, and so we you know the, the journey began. I was I was kind of the per, the one person. Who, you know, full time. Tomek and kind Karol of were helping me and, and nudging me and supporting me. And and this was my you know my first experience with starting a company, first being on my own, working from you know Warsaw School of Economics library, <laughs> and uh, getting our first customer, and then growing it to you know a team of sixty four people, I think, and uh, you know, and one of the biggest agencies in Poland, in just under three years. Wow. I used to think I was I was very smart. Uh, I think now I, I also know that I was, you know, it was a lot of hard work, but I was also very lucky that yeah. the industry was booming. Performance marketing was at the time still something that was uh, somewhat new. And um, we also had this goodwill with a lot of startups in Poland. So while a lot of big agencies were focusing on like big brands, like, you know, Coca-Cola and Adidas, we were, we carved out a nice niche uh, niche with um, with startups. So any, any startup. In poland that just got financing and they want they were looking to spend money on performance marketing the we were a good answer and, and i feel like we were doing a good job uh, uh delivering the results so so that was the adventure it was incredible i loved every second of it i it was super hard i was sleeping you know five hours a day for several years um it, i was learning how to hire how to uh, fire people i was learning you know the ups and downs of being an entrepreneur um but it was I felt incredibly alive. I remember this, you know, distinctly uh, one day walking out of my uh, apartment in, in Warsaw. It was still a student apartment that I was sharing with my friend Bartek. And I was thinking to myself, like, I'm doing exactly what I was supposed to be doing. I was just, I was, I felt like so aligned with myself. This felt perfect. This felt like a, you know, a sense of flow every day for three, three years straight.
1: What a beautiful feeling.
0: Incredible. And I, wanted, I want to feel that for myself and I want other, others to feel the same thing. It's just incredible.
1: Amazing. And then what happened? You exited. What did you decide? How did that fall in line with your life vision?
0: Yeah, we, uh, we were fortunate to, uh, to successfully exit the business. So in 2015, well, actually in 2014, we were approached by Dentsu. At the time, they were called Denso EGS Network. I think now they go by Denso International, and it's a it's a British Japanese, or actually Japanese British, uh, media conglomerate. And they they were interested in buying us, and their strategy was to uh, was to acquire local agencies in in all the markets and then rebrand them to their global global brands. So we Marketing Wizards became iProspect Prospect of Poland, which is one of, which is which is their brand for performance marketing agencies. And so to, in two thousand fifteen, we had or a big exit and it was insane because you can imagine, I was at a time I was 27. Uh, and, you know, I, re- I still remember two years before I was uh, taking this class on m and Mergers and Acquisitions at school, mm. at university. And I remember that, you know, I was thinking to myself like, oh, that's a useful class, but like I'm not going to use it for the next, you know, 20 years. Yeah. And then three years later, I was, you know, I was going through my own M&A process uh, negotiating the deal, uh, you know, figuring out, you know, how to even move in this new, new reality of having, a, you know, a, a big financial uh, success, big personal success, how to, you know, a lot of like int- introspection of like how to even uh, integrate in this new kind of persona that I became. I was a successful founder and entrepreneur and I, I had an exit. It wasn't easy. And I would say it's like uh, one of the things I, I now know and I didn't know back then is that there are other people who had who went through a successful exit and if you are an entrepreneur who is about to sell their company, just like find other successful entrepreneurs and talk to them because there are a ton of learnings that um, that uh, we already have and on to how to you know how to manage yourself, how to manage the sudden inflow of, uh, of money and how to you know how to invest in a smart way and don't let it eat you.
1: Yeah one of the things I love the most about you is how grounded you are. And so I can't even imagine for a 27 year old to have an eight figure exit and what that was like, what do you feel was grounding for you? What helped you get through that other entrepreneurs, but what else?
0: The most important part were Tomek and Kato, so my co-founders, like we all had each other, so we could all control our impulses. We could all kind of, you know, discuss how we feel about this stuff. I felt like we always, we were always keeping each other kind of level headed and, and centered and I I saw people who like solo entrepreneurs who had massive successes. And I think because they didn't have anyone around them, the the success got into their heads a little bit. And in some cases it was, you know, in a very unhealthy way. Um, And I feel for them because, you know, entrepreneurial journey can be lonely and it's a little weird and like the world tells you you are super smart. You're so successful. You get a ton of validation. It's massive high, like it's like a hit of the most amazing drug. Mm-hmm. But after every, you know, after every hit of the most amazing drug, there comes another, you know, the next day. And then you feel low, like you feel like, oh, so next should I do with my life? Like, I actually was, I was actually a little scared. I was like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: wow, maybe the best thing in my life already happened. <laughs> Which is kind of when I think about it, I, I want to give, you know, 27 year old Martin a hug. Like, yeah. Relax, <laughs> like it's okay. <laughs> but it's, uh, but at, at the time I was just like, wow, this is a big thing, and like everyone is, you know, giving this recognition. So, yeah. um, what do I do now to like one up myself? I felt this restlessness of so, like I need to, I need to like prove myself now, and you know, I I don't want to just like get this success and then stay kind of lazy for the next twenty years.
1: Yeah, I first of all, that's a really normal feeling, I imagine for a 20 something year old who's been very successful in their career to have this sense of fear of, Oh, what if this is the best thing that's happened to me? It's a very normal feeling. And I, as you're talking, feel like there's so much there to your values, honey. uh, And what's important to you. And like, you are like the anti-consumerism person. Like you buy (laughs) almost nothing. Uh, And I think so many other folks could have gone and bought so much. That's way just unnecessary things and i think it also speaks to atomic and carol's values and just having each other to ground each other also obviously parents upbringing folks that you had around you
0: i just want to set the record straight i did buy a new bmw (laughs) after selling company i have i have no regrets it was amazing yeah i don't think it was crazy yeah i don't think it was crazy i was. it was it was crazy by my standards i never owned a a new car yeah this was like. I really, I deeply enjoyed. You know, I went to a website and I spent probably two days configuring every detail of the of the car, and it was like, you know, full blown. You know, every every feature you can imagine, I, I got all of that, and it was beautiful. You know, uh, vivid color, as you know, I like I like vivid colors, and um, it was financially speaking, it was the worst decision I ever made because I bought it completely new, and and then I had to sell it because I was moving to the US, like not even a year later. So if you look at the, if there is a graph of like the value uh, decrease of a new car, I basically right. I maximized <laughs> the loss. I maximized <laughs> the loss um, on that car. But honestly, it felt great because I think I scratched that itch of like, Oh, I had a big success. Let's do something crazy. I did something crazy. I know what it feels like. I don't feel like I need to do it again. And, uh, and it's a cool story. So and you I, got to
1: treat I, yourself with your own hard money. So good for you. <laughs>
0: And by the way, the hedonistic adaptation is very real. I got the car, I was excited for three days and then it was just a car. For the, on the, day, on you know, the fourth day, I was feeling like, car. it's just a car.
1: Yeah. That's actually a great point of you scratch the itch, you know what this is like, and you could focus on things that bring you more long-term happiness and satisfaction.
0: Yeah. yeah. I recommend it. You know, yeah. Just be reasonable.
1: Okay. So I'm understanding Stanford had something to do with your future plans of longer-term happiness and satisfaction. What was that all about?
0: In my application to Stanford, I wrote, you know, there's there these two essays and uh, one of them is why Stanford. And, and, uh, and what I wrote about was that I, I feel like I climbed a mountain and the view from the top is amazing, but you don't want to stay on, on a mountain for too long uh, because what's the point? The point is about, you know, climbing the mountain. So I, I had this vision and ambition of, you know, now I need to find a new mountain, hopefully a little bigger, a little bit more ambitious. And the way to do it in my head was just to go outside of Poland. I also never lived truly outside of Poland and expose myself to, to a new adventure. And I always, growing up, you know, I, I, I used to you know, listen to The Offspring and, uh, and Red Hot Chili Peppers. And I, I just kind of loved the California vibe. And I had this like, romantic vision of what living in California would look like. And on top of that, like, you know, all I knew about startups were, you know, all the startups, all the companies I was working with as a performance marketing agency, like Facebook and Google, they're all based biking distance from Stanford campus. So in my head, it was like a perfect storm of let's go to California. Let's find a good reason to go, which was the MBA program at Stanford. And let's, you know, in that essay that I mentioned, I wrote, I'm going to come to Stanford. I'm going to find new people. I'm going to equip myself with new tools and new skills and find a new mountain to climb, which in my head was like a new business project. So that was, that was the motivation behind it.
1: Beautiful. And I know we've done some hikes on this figurative slash metaphorical mountain that we're looking to climb. And I know that we've also arrived at the mountain that you are excited to climb the
0: yeah, that's right. is
1: the gentle nudge. What are you hoping that's to build right. with the gentle nudge?
0: So I want to build the number one newsletter for first time founders. And frankly, anyone who is considering entrepreneurship, I want to recreate this idea of a gentle notch at scale for other people. That's the big vision for this project.
1: That's the big, uh, what is it? There's this term bag, big, hairy, audacious goal. That's right. That's
0: right. And I'm, and I'm very excited for that.
1: I'm very excited too. How will you do it, honey?
0: well uh, that's a great question so as you know i started gentle Nudge over the summer and initially i thought i will just kind of post nudges which were just posts on linkedin and the idea was that i would kind of spread the message of entrepreneurship and try to get people excited and inspired and, and maybe teach them a little bit or, or share a little bit about my own journey uh however after you know several months i kind of realized that that's uh, that's not the best way to do it i i had this two learnings like one is just like talking about entrepreneurship without doing it feels like uh, not walking the the talk, and it just kind of made me feel a little fake, like a little you know I got imposter syndrome. Uh, and then the second one was just I just kind of I hated this this game of getting likes and getting shares and trying to you know spending time figuring out like when to post, like what to say, how to create a hook, like how to create a picture that will grab attention and just. I know that's the name of the game. I know there are other business creators who are successfully playing it. I just, I just didn't respect the game. And so I, I made a, on the trip to Japan that you mentioned, I, I had some reflection time and I decided, you know, what, you know I was thinking like, what, what would actually make an impact? And I decided, A, I need to go, instead of broad and shallow, I want to go narrow and deep, which meant I, instead of posting on LinkedIn short form, I want to go, you know, longer form newsletter. So I want to refocus on the newsletter. And then the second one is like, what, how is, what's the best way to deliver actual value? Like, instead of, I feel like we have now hundreds of these online influencers, no, no, you know, not trying to throw shade at anyone, but it feels like we are oversaturated with with like five, you know, five steps to run a business, seven lessons uh, uh, for life and like all of this kind of, kind of, surface level learnings yeah. um, and I wanted to go deeper and bring some bigger value so the answer to that was instead of talking don't tell show or show don't tell and so I decided that in 2023 I'm going to start a new business from scratch from zero I don't even have an idea right now what this business will be <laughs> and I'm going to build it into one million dollar revenue business and all of that before the end of the next year and I'm going to report so i'm going to step into the arena well
1: for people can't see who are not on youtube my eyes were wide open as you were saying that i'm (sighs) screaming inside very exciting also as your wife obviously uh nervous and wanting you to obviously do this well and coming from a place of care but as your partner friend i am cheering you on and I know that this is such an exciting mountain for you to climb um and it's so wild that you'll also be just sharing it in real time in live, for everyone to be able to follow I think it feels as you're describing that that there's just so much value to come out of that process because knowing you you're very open and very transparent and so I imagine all the tough times all the hiccups, bumps, successes, failures, etc. along the way on this metaphorical climb you'll be sharing, which uh, sounds invaluable.
0: That's the idea. I, you know, I hope. I hope that it will be useful. That's, you know, with entrepreneurship, it's always uh, you have a hypothesis and then you test it. So my hypothesis is that people will appreciate the transparency and following along uh, a real entrepreneurial journey. Yeah. And, uh, and in you know, in spirit of of making it valuable, I, I'm gonna share everything. So I'm gonna share the financials. I'm gonna share the tactics. I'm gonna share the tools that I'm using. I'm gonna share my feelings. I'm gonna share my you know my ups and downs. I'm gonna share the doubts because like you know the doubt that you get along the journey is just inevitable part of of every entrepreneur's life. And so I wanna do I wanna make it as, as transparent as possible, and and report you know from the arena back to everyone who is interested. Um, buy a newsletter once a week and uh, telling people how, what it feels like, what's the progress and yeah. and all of that. So I'm excited. I'm like, I'm terrified. Yeah, I have a ton of, you know, a ton of things that I had like, for anyone who's listening, I have no idea how I'm going to do it. Like it's, I, I know, you know, I know that really of-
1: he's not just saying that he, he <laughs> hasn't come up with what he's going to do yet.
0: Yeah. So, so uh, we will kick it off next week, begin, you know, first week of, um, of, uh, Uh, of the new year Uh, the first newsletter will be about ideation and you know just kind of strategizing how to get from zero to one million dollars in revenue in one year Um, I also you know uh, this is uh, as I said like I believe in like non-nonsense entrepreneurship so I don't want it just to be you know I just want to make one million dollars whatever it takes right I want this to be like a real business that solves a real problem or Mm -hmm. delivers real value Um, it doesn't need to be you know the next Facebook, obviously, uh, or like a crazy startup that nobody can ever build. I actually want it to be a a real business that everyone who's following could build. Um, I'm also like not, I'm not going to put any, uh, any substantial, you know, capital into this business. I'm going to do it the way essentially any person uh, would do it. So Yeah, it's going to be fun.
1: Yeah, I love it, honey. As you're as you're sharing that, I'm picturing you climbing up this mountain, giving updates, radio updates of where you're at, what is happening along the way. And I'm just envisioning folks coming together in a band, climbing with you and going on their own journeys with you. And in turn, this community forming of entrepreneurs in, in formation who then support each other because it is all about the support. And I'm so excited for this.
0: Yeah, this uh, this this is like this is the why, right? Like this is the why I'm doing this. I want to nudge other people to start inter, uh, start their own businesses. And um, I, you know, I posted about it uh, yesterday on LinkedIn, and I um, and I sent the uh, the news, the, the 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 goal to to the existing subscribers of the Gentle Nudge. And already since yesterday, we got you know 100 new subscribers, which just warms my heart. And at least 20 people emailed me saying that they are like. On their own journey or they just started something and they you know this is a a gift from heaven that they will have yeah. a community to to build with and that's like that's exactly what i wanted like you know i was a little worried yesterday how it will land and maybe people just don't care like whatever dude just build what you want to build like who cares but there is at least a small tribe of people who who seem to be excited and i really want to you know do my best and put in the hours and the work to to make it uh, worthwhile for them
1: Yeah, it all comes back to, you mentioned you will share your doubts that you have along the way and setbacks, et cetera, and be really transparent with the metrics. And it all comes back to every entrepreneur that we've talked to that I've had on, et cetera, shares that they have doubts sometimes and that it's lonely and all of this. And so that speaks volumes to the value of a community and looking forward to this community building. I I believe it's called the G-Squad will be the community aspect. I love this name. How can I join the G-Squad?
0: That's right. So, so essentially, there are two ways of following the journey. So, one, the newsletter. If you go to thegentlenarch.com, you can subscribe. It's completely free. Anyone can join. I really, if you ever wanted to build a business, I, I I invite you to join the journey. It will be a ton of fun. On top of like the learnings, I actually really want this newsletter to be like a you know a, a, a ray of sun uh, sunlight in your inbox. I want it to be good. Like we are, we become entrepreneurs because we want to choose and create our job right like we want to build our own destiny so let's build it in a way that we we actually have fun with it and we enjoy it so that's like one thing but if you want to go beyond just the newsletter i i also put together a whatsapp group it's called the g squad g stands for uh, gentle squad <laughs> and uh but there's a there's a catch like the only way to get into the g squad is through referring three new subscribers to the gentle match that's just my little Mechanism for you know helping me spread the message and you know make the impact of TGN a little bit bigger. So subscribe to the Gentle Naps and then recommend it to three people, and you will be invited to the you know exclusive G Squad WhatsApp group. And the WhatsApp group will be more interactive. I want to kind of share more on more on a daily basis, maybe a little bit like a, a daily stand-up style update updates of on what's going on. But I also want it not to be just about me and my project but i wanted it wanted it to be a community for people who who want to meet you know like-minded entrepreneurs or soon-to-be entrepreneurs and uh, and find a place where they can uh, you know share their wins uh, ask a question find co-founders all of the above so uh, yeah i'm i'm super excited for both
1: love it and I have no doubt that you are going to do this with all your heart and soul. And I have no doubt that this journey will be magical and filled with growth. If there's anything, your love language is acts of service for these folks in the community. I think you guys are going to bond together. I am going to bond with folks in this community. I can't wait for it. Um, And you're a leader. Like You've literally led friends to the top of Mount Rainier um (laughs) and you plan most of our adventures um and so metaphorically speaking i'm really excited for this adventure and i have no doubt that you're gonna get to the top and i'm already so proud of you honey
0: thanks baby i i just want to say shout out to you because i wouldn't be able and i mean it from the bottom of my heart i wouldn't be able to do any of that if not for you like you are uh, you are kind of you know the source of all my motivation, and you are you know always there to to help me to support me when I have my low moments. You, you are there to you know give me a, a warm blanket of your love, and and it's just uh, you know uh, if there is one thing I can recommend to anyone, find yourself a, a co-founder for life that you can share all the you know all of the journey together, and and uh, it's like the biggest life hack I can I can come up with. So uh, thank you.
1: Oh, I love you, honey. I've been smiling mm-hmm. this whole recording because you're so handsome and I'm trying to remember <laughs> what I wanted to ask you and what questions I wanted to and learn about TGN. So right back at you, honey.
0: Ask me a hard question. Ask me something, you know, just so, so that listeners can appreciate that this is. not. Okay. Just, uh, Why
1: is this worth their time? What's actually game changing for them in this community?
0: So I, th- I think the number one thing is that I'm actually building the business. So, you know, I will, I, I know all, I think all of the, you know, theoretical frameworks and wisdoms and books on entrepreneurship. And I, like, I want to be the man in the arena and I hope that kind of reporting from the arena back at people will actually bring value and, and hopefully teach them something beyond just the, the usual, you know, tips and tricks on how to become an entrepreneur.
1: Yeah. Honey, thank you for your willingness to be the man in the arena. Thank you for your vulnerability, for your openness, for your desire to share and encourage people to fall in love with the world. It is indeed your superpower. I am very, very much looking forward to it, as long as it means that I still get breakfasts and coffee dates <laughs> and sky dates and cuddles and hugs and getting you to sleep enough. Okay.
0: Of course of course I actually so that's something i we didn't talk about but uh, the, you know the taking
1: care of oneself as a founder
0: yeah part of the process that actually also makes the makes the experience more real for anyone who will choose to subscribe and, and follow um i'm gonna do it on top of any other responsibilities i have right like i i am helping you with producing this podcast that's not going away I am, uh, you know, I just launched a pre-seed fund with uh, three other friends, uh, the Explorer fund, which I'm super, super excited about. And uh, that's that's another thing I'm working on. I still have my responsibilities with my venture, you know, building an investing studio, the Good Morning Ventures. You know, I'm still quite actively involved with Mias Paczka and other projects. So that's all going to stay. And I want to do incredible job on all these fronts. Uh, which I think mimics you know, the real life situations of most people. It's like you you are sometimes working a full time job. You you may you may be like a you know a, a full time mom or a parent, and people have their real lives. And it's not like you can just drop everything and start building your own company. You have responsibilities, and most people cannot afford to just you know just oh I, today I'm just going to do 100% my new business. Most people do it, or at least they start with working on these businesses in their evenings or weekends or early in the morning. So. In that way i feel like it will make the experience even more authentic if i also do it on top of like, all the other um, responsibilities i have and and of course honey i like you know you are my priority so we will go for runs we'll go for sky dates we'll go uh we'll enjoy coffee like we like we love doing uh in the mornings and uh yeah so that's that's my plan if you ask me what's the what will be the name of the game? What's the keyword for 2023? For me, it's going to be speed, like the the speed of decision-making, like, you know, to achieve this goal and do all of that on top of other responsibilities, I'm going to need to be fast. I'm going to need to decide fast. There will be no time for overthinking, no time for, you know, second guessing. Like we got to move fast and break things. I know it's not a very popular phrase these days because it came from Facebook, but, um, That's, that's what I will have to do to be able to execute on all of that. So speed is a, the 2023 keyword for me.
1: And how about the aspects of yourself that you will need to manage the most?
0: Um, I did a ton of work in the past years, as you know, on like managing myself Mm -hmm. and I, you know, I developed, I hope, I think I developed a nice set of um, rituals and routines that, you know, keep me sane and healthy mm-hmm. and um the the key components are first of all it's you my life partner my wife my love my my jennifer and uh, and just having you as, a, as i said as a co-founder of in life that's just like my you know that's all i need and then the rest is kind of you know a gravy it's a bonus so so having you uh, in in terms of practical stuff like staying healthy a you know eight hours of sleep non-negotiable B, good diet. I recently started keto diet. I'm, so far, I'm really liking it. Uh, C meditation. I started meditating half an hour in the morning. It's my it's my my tent where I go into when on this journey on this mountain. I go into the tent and I can warm myself up. I can reconnect with myself, check in and see what's going on. If, you know, if anything feels funky, that's the time for me to uh, to introspect that and like see what's going on. Um, fitness. I have a nice protocol for fitness. That's important. And then, you know, a, a long bench of wonderful friends, uh, I, I want to shout out to my, to our dear friend, Rish who, who agreed to be my, my buddy in this process once a week, I check in with Rish and I talk at him and, and tell him all the thoughts and all the feelings and he's, you know, gracious enough to first listen and then give me his, feedback and his thoughts. Uh, and then a ton of other friends that I don't probably have enough time to mention every one time. So. It's a gift to have friends like that in, in life, and I'm taking full advantage, advantage of that. And I know that they will help me if I need help. So that's that's kind of my uh, my toolkit and my set of routines that I'm I'm gonna implement to keep, make sure that I can execute on this on this on this journey. And in the end, you know, I don't have to do it. I get to do it. So just I treat it as a you know I, I use this metaphor of like running a marathon. I just you don't have to run a marathon, uh, but you can choose to and and so i want to break 3 hours next year meaning i want to get to this 1 million dollar goal there is a set of things i need to do to prepare for that and i just want to execute as, as well as i can and if i if i run 3 hours and 5 minutes that's that's still a full great i'm going to do my best to break 3 hours though
1: i'm glad that you are nourished you are so loved by so many of us and i am really really excited for folks to be part of your journey and get nudged into their own adventures alongside of you. Thanks, honey, so much for coming. I love you. I adore you. You're wonderful.
0: Thank you, honey. I love you. Thank you for having me.
1: Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you like what you hear,
0: leave a review and share.